0: On this, the first episode of Earbud Shorties, Brett and Lucas talk about Turnstile's newest record, Glow On. This is the final 15 minutes of the stream they did on Friday, and this will be a talk about the general album. Let's go! said let's just kind of get into the album you know
1: yeah man uh i was uh i was so excited to listen to this and honestly it didn't disappoint like you can't expect to like every single track on it right so um you know i didn't expect a 10 out of 10 record but i expected at least an 8 out of 10 and i think that's what we got here
0: i i mean my first impression is definitely somewhere in the 8 range, like an 8.5 I'm comfortable with giving it, uh, just because it it keeps you on your toes. I mean, you you could say it was definitely a more front-loaded album with its tricks and its kind of like juking you out and its interesting Latin grooves, which all seem to be near the front of the album, but every song has at least one interesting part to it. Right? That'll yeah, that'll sure. keep you interested to get through the entire album.
1: Yeah, whether I liked the interesting part or not, it still was there.
0: Yeah. And it, it, it keeps yeah. you keeps you going through the album. Not that it's a long album. Uh it's only like thirty-five minutes long.
1: Yeah, just under thirty-five minutes long. Um, yeah, man, I feel like again, like, you know, listening to it the way that we were that we were stopping after every song probably takes a little bit away from like the overall experience right so we might want to you know in the future just sit there and listen to the whole record you know just as it plays and and then talk about it at the end you know we'll see
0: we'll Um, see we'll see how it goes
1: i will say man i the first five songs on the record are like bangers with like six z's
0: yep i uh that's I mean my my nar nugs of this record would probably be definitely blackout is one of them mm. and maybe holiday uh, but any of the any uh, the songs like two through six I think could be good contenders the first song was good dude but I mean the the I love I love the Latin grooves. That pervaded through the first half of this record, uh, and even yeah,
1: on blackout, on don't play, on endless, I all, think on all of those had like cool Latin rhythms.
0: Yeah, and I think on twelve on track twelve or thirteen, I think they brought it back a little bit if I'm remembering correctly. Uh, but God, I, I loved it. The the again the guitar tones of the record are fantastic when they get distorted they get real full they fill all the space the drums sound fantastic through the album the bass sounds nice and rounded and thick the vocals mm-hmm. are fantastic both the performance and the effects they put on it the reverbs the delays the phasers at times uh
1: and uh, everything blends so well together and it's uh and i feel like everyone on the album had a moment to shine there was there was moments where it was they they isolated the bass right and they really did some cool effects on his bass on a couple of these songs man yeah like to, it was like tripping me out yeah and i can't get over that guitar tone man that is like that's like my dream tone right there that gave me tone bone like a motherfucker
0: <laughs> honestly I, like whatever set they have whatever rig they have i want it <laughs> yeah. and even even the clean guitar tone sounded fantastic yeah,
1: that Mac DeMarco stuff like sounded great.
0: Yeah, and really
1: good. And and the, it like going be able to go back and forth from a bedroom pop Mac DeMarco sound to to hardcore punk is really impressive.
0: Sometimes in the same song.
1: Yeah, sometimes within the same like section of the song. <laughs> and uh... I gotta say, man, my, I think my choice nugs are my an easy one is TLC from uh, Yep. Like, that Holy one was shit. good i love that song and i and I, it, the other one was a toss-up for me between uh don't play and um endless really? i thought endless was super catchy yeah super catchy i love that
0: yeah,
1: type of yeah. melody that they did there yeah they it was really catchy it was really punky but they also had the the latin thing going which i thought was really cool and don't play, man. Don't play has a fucking killer riff, dude.
0: Oh, I mean,
1: and it has that weird affected vocals. What were those weird? Effect? I thought it was a, a female vocalist for a while there,
0: but it does kind of sound like they just—they might have just, they just they pitched just, him just, up.
1: up. Yeah. Yeah. They pitched him up a little bit.
0: Yeah. I. It's. It's. They. They. It feels like they played around with the production more than they have in past albums, and it was more in their minds when they were making these songs how the studio versions were going to sound uh, then maybe past projects. Right. Man, so pulling
1: out that kind of reggaeton ish uh, rhythm on don't play with that. Yeah. Like that is fucking awesome and original and kind of reminds me of some of the later stuff that we were doing in Mortalis before um, the world ended. So like, I love that I'm hearing rock bands incorporate more Latin stuff into their music. This yeah. is not the first band that I've listened to in the last couple of weeks that are starting to incorporate that to to type of stuff and I really love it
0: yeah uh, i i'm I'm extremely excited to see that more in the forefront of of rock music because I, I think it's it's a beautiful combination from even just the things that we experimented with, I was excited for what was going to happen. And to see bands with actual uh, studios backing them in production is even more exciting. Uh, Andres says he's thinking an 8.666 out of 10 for this album. Uh, He says those first few songs are gangbusters. They went too hard. Uh, And there's probably a weird backstory to why uh, they formed the album the way they did which
1: yeah I, I'd love to hear more about it you know I think that the the more that this album is out and in the world we're gonna see more reviews of it and uh you know so far it's holding on to a 93 out of a hundred on
0: Metacritic. wow that that's
1: which, which they consider u- universal acclaim based on 10 different reviews right now
0: sheesh oh I mean it's a great record what can I say I think they could have taken Three songs out. I think they could have just agreed. They're like three songs out, but that's, I mean, it it could be nitpicking at that point because all the song, no song is like over four minutes, you know. So even if you don't like the track or if it's filler, it's going to be over in two minutes and then you're going to get to the next one and it's probably going to blow your mind.
1: Right. Yeah. I would, I would say my least favorite was the one featuring Blood Orange, unfortunately. And that's one I was really excited to hear. Despite, the music is really great on that. I just didn't, it felt very out of place. Alien Love Call felt extremely, it did not belong on this record, unfortunately.
0: That's why I loved that it was there, personally.
1: Okay. So so you liked it because it was so out of place.
0: Yeah. Because they they have a lot of stuff that, I mean, it felt like it belonged on the record even though it's something that shouldn't belong on a hardcore record. Uh.
1: I think there's a lot of things that should not belong on this record that work.
0: Right. So that's just one that
1: did not work for me. Yeah. It didn't work for me. I could go, I could do without alien love call and I could do without dance off and maybe even no surprise, even though no surprise is just so short anyway, but take those three tracks off. And I think every song is really strong.
0: Oh yeah, for sure
1: uh uh god damn dude Kerrang gave this a 5 out of 5 uh nme gave it 5 out of 5 paste gave it 8.4 pitchfork gave it 8.4 people are loving this fucking album
0: ay 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 <laughs> i mean i'm loving this album i'm i'm definitely adding this to my library to to listen to later and I don't know, man. We might come back with this one sometime. We might just talk about this one on the on the podcast, though. I don't know. I feel like we hit on all the points. I feel like we'd just be repeating ourselves if we if we did yeah. it again. But I'm definitely... This is just going to be on my personal playlist, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's going to be a solid seven or eight songs from this album that are going to end up on my constant rotation for the next month. For sure. Um uh, Andres had a had a point here. He kind of agrees with us a little bit. He said the biggest downside for him was honestly how the album ended, and I I agree with that. I think ending it on that with that weird forty five second kind of ethereal, like you said, all electronic, very affected voice thing, I thought was a little odd. And then the last track just didn't hit as hard as I would want it to.
0: I um, I almost wonder if they mixed up the tracks because I thought after that. Ethereal like intro, they would have for sure gotten into some grimy, gritty, punky, hardcore riff to offset that yeah. and make for an explosive climactic ending. But they did not. They, they did not. The music <laughs> was hardcore and the vocals were soft. And then the ending was about as anticlimactic as they could have made it.
1: Yeah, the fading in and out to where they didn't even really give it an ending. I thought it was a weird choice and dude, I would be totally fine with no surprise that 45 second song still being on the record. If the one right after it was TLC, if that, if this, if the album ended with fucking TLC, a little TLC, a little (laughs) TLC, like that is such, that would be such a strong, awesome end to the album. Like it would, it would bookend it a lot better where it starts out really strong and it ends really strong, but that's not what they did. And it was obviously an artistic decision. That, you know, hopefully as this album lives for a little bit longer, I'll be able to get, get a more, a deeper understanding of why they did it that way. Because I want to know.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, I I feel the same way. Uh, So man, well with that, this I was, mean. This was awesome. This was such
1: a great record to start these live streams on. Man. I was just was,
0: thinking that, man. I was thinking, thank God this is a record that we both genuinely enjoyed.
1: Yeah, agreed. Um, you know the the who knows like what records we're going to be doing moving forward. They they might not always be ones that we're necessarily excited to hear about. They might just be records that we're interested to hear. So we'll see what happens in the future. But uh, man, my my uh, my rating for this is uh, I think you know I don't know if you just fucking incepted an idea in my head but 8.666 man i think that is a perfect rating
0: 8.666 i'm i mean well fine then i'll give it an 8.665 cuz i feel like you enjoyed it a little more just that point zero zero one more than me and i don't i don't want to come right. off copying you anyway so
1: you're probably right um and I think it would be a, a way more solid 9 if not above a 9 if it wasn't for those two or three tracks that I just kind of feel flat for me.
0: Right. Uh but wow man, what an unexpected. I had I had no idea I would love this album as much as I did. Honestly, uh my opinion of Turnstile was that they were a good hardcore band and nothing was really unique about them. Like nothing really pulled me to listen to them again uh but i'm i'm a fan now i i'm I'm a fan i'm gonna be looking forward to whatever they put out next if if they're playing live i will go see them and i will be in the back of the audience so that i don't get mauled
1: i'm too old to get in the pit i've i've been too old for the pit since i was 15 so I'm, i'll be in the back of the room with you <laughs>
0: uh, uh but with man, that
1: this is man I was just going to say real quick uh I was a I was a pretty big fan of Turnstile just based off of what I'd heard before we went into this and I'm a I'm a even bigger fan now. I think uh I think they're going to do some really cool stuff in the future. If this is any indication on how much they're willing to kind of think outside the box for hardcore punk music, I can't wait to hear what else they do.
0: Yeah, man, for sure. Uh and with that, thank you all for for watching. Uh, thank you all for listening Thanks, on the podcast. Andres. Thank you, Andres, for being here for the entirety of the stream uh, and commenting through the entire thing. You made us feel like we're real rock stars. <laughs> uh, I felt like
1: a member of Turnstile listening to this.
0: You can check out this stream on Earbuds Podcast, all one word, no capitalizations, on Twitch. Uh, it'll be on our YouTube, Earbuds Podcasts on YouTube, earbuds yep. on YouTube. Yep, earbuds podcasts
1: on YouTube. Um, you'll, you know, you, if you guys are listening to this on on a podcast app, like this is going to be what you're going to have access to outside of the live stream in the YouTube is going to be these, you know, this quick 10, 15 minute review that we, that we talk at the end. So um, keep an eye out for these shorties, man. We're going to be trying to do these uh, once a week as long as there's a record that we give a shit to listen to.
0: Yep, Wait and to if not, back. we'll just shoot the shit. I guess. (laughs) Exactly.
1: And just smoke weed and talk weed. Uh, That's how we'll fill our time. When there's not a good album out that week, we'll just get high or I'll get high. I don't know about Brett. Um, Thanks so much for joining buddies. Andres, thank you for joining. We really hope you guys join us uh, in the future for these live streams. Let us know what you think too. If there's anything with the the format that you think we could be doing a little bit better. Um, These will obviously evolve and hopefully get better as we go. But um, yeah, Brit?
0: Lucas? This is good. This was good. <laughs> Bye buddies. Bye buddies. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.